Hi, Don Thompson here with another podcast for you today. And uh, what I'd like to talk about today is the subject of impermanence and what that means from a mindful perspective. The, the truth is, is that everything in life arises and it lasts for a while and then it goes away, it dissipates. This, you might say, is a foundational truth of mindfulness and of Buddhism, really. And the idea is that, that things are always in process and are constantly changing. And even if that change is slow, uh, that we can't perceive it in the present moment, the change is still occurring. I mean, we have uh, routines and realities and the house and our lives and things might seem like they don't change, but in reality they are changing. It's just a slow process. Now, forgetting that change is a constant and all pervasive reality can be a source of pain and suffering if we forget about that truth. The problem is we all want things to stay the way they are and to stay with us forever. And if we look at life, if we look at what actually happens, things change. And we will tend to grasp onto pleasurable experiences and continue to go after them and chase them uh, once they're finished. You know, we'll, we'll just start over again. Eventually we'll want to fulfill that uh, desire, that, that uh, moment of joy or happiness, that good meal, whatever. So we expect the vegetables in our fridge to stay fresh. We expect the things that we own will never get old or break down. We expect that the people we love will stay just as they are. We expect to conquer disease or aging in our own bodies or, or that our uh, bodies will somehow stay the same and, and we look you know, to the same, um, with the same hope to those people that we love. And when these expectations are not met, of course we're going to suffer. And sometimes we can get angry, we can get frustrated, we can get upset because we're clinging to this idea that things should stay the same. So we can strengthen our resilience when it comes to each of these small-scale reminders of impermanence by wrestling with life's greatest teacher of impermanence, death itself. In other words, by reflecting on death we can actually uh, take a look at impermanence and not react so negatively to smaller issues related to impermanence in our daily lives. So in the Buddhist tradition, meditating on death is a foundational practice. It's uh, through remembering that our own life is fragile, precious, and limited that we allow ourselves to truly live in the moment, to be alive in the here and now. So what I'd like to do now is step us through a brief meditation on, imperm on impermanence. And uh, what I'll do after that is, is have a, uh, you know, a set of questions to consider, and then we can end with uh, 
a summary and a review. So I invite you to sit in a comfortable seated position in a quiet place. And you can set your timer for five, 10 or 15 minutes. Now, of course, like with any of these meditations, you can come back to it later. And if you do five minutes now, you can replay this and do 10 minutes or 15 minutes later. Now, with your spine upright and your shoulders relaxed, you can go ahead and close your eyes or just let, let them gaze uh, downward, uh, slightly open. And you can draw your attention to the breath and you can settle into your meditation. Now, what I, I'd like you to, to silently say to yourself is, my death is certain. And the idea is that we want to contemplate this. What does it feel like in your body, in your breath, as you think about the fact that you will most certainly die someday? And then silently you can say to yourself, the time of my death is uncertain. Then you can contemplate this. You can notice the response in your body and breath as you think about the fact that we can never know for sure when our time will be up. It's like a strike of lightning. Anything can happen at any time. So next, I invite you to silently say to yourself, the only thing that can help me at this time of my death is my own mind. And notice what it feels like in your body and your breath as you realize that none of your friends or loved ones can accompany you at the time of death. Your belongings and your money won't be able to save you. The only thing that will be of any use during this very, very personal time is the quality of your mind. So with the time that's left, I invite you to reflect upon the opportunity you have to improve the quality of your mind right now. It's the only thing you have that can protect you from the pain of impermanence. So now I'd like to consider a few questions. If you have a pen or a piece of paper, you might go ahead and just jot down the answers to these questions. What did you notice? Describe your experience with the meditation in general. If you can, describe a time when something changed in your life and caused you great pain. And then you can consider how you would 
think that acceptance of this change could alleviate pain. You might consider, do you believe that your death is certain? A simple yes or no. And do you notice a particular reaction in your body or your breath as you contemplate this question of death? Do you believe that the time of your death is uncertain? Yes or no? Have you ever unexpectedly lost something or someone? And what did that feel like? Do you think you know how and when you and all your loved ones will someday die? How do you think your life would change if you truly believed that the time of death was uncertain? Why is it that your friends and family can't really help you at the time of death? What does that mean to you? Why can't your money or your belongings help you at the time of death? What, what does that mean to you? In the meditation, we, we talked about the quality of mind. What do you think the ideal quality of mind would be at the time of death? And if you could die at any moment, how devoted should you be right now to practicing that quality of mind? Some people say that we cannot really fully live until we embrace the idea that we will die. Why don't you jot down why this might be true? How would you think that we can transform our understanding of impermanence so that it's not something to fear, but something that can free us? Now, of course, you can take your time with these questions and come back to them and stop and start the recording as you need to, of course. Now, just to review this talk a little bit, meditating on death can be a rather frightening experience to some people. The point here is not to make you feel frightened or bad, to make you feel depressed or sad. Rather, reflecting upon death opens, opens up our, our awareness to the preciousness of our current life. When we embody the truth that all is impermanent, 
and we can never know when it's going to be lost, when it's all going to come to an end. We can naturally develop a deep gratitude for our lives and all that we have right here and right now. Rather than fear, we can feel a sense of relief. We're no longer struggling against reality. There's nothing we can do to halt the flow of the great river of life. But we can learn to swim and float and play and free ourselves within the context of this great river, this great continuum. I know for myself personally, just this morning, I'm not kidding, I, I got up. It's a beautiful day and uh, the temperature is perfect and there was a rain yesterday and uh, it's very lush here in Maryland and very green and the sky was clear and beautiful. I'm so grateful just to be alive today, this day, to be where I'm at with the people that I'm with. I'm very grateful for that. And part of the reason for that, I feel, is I have considered impermanence. So I believe from my own experience that I can tell you that reflecting on these ideas of impermanence and death can help you to live more fully in the moment which is the goal of mindfulness, really. So this practice becomes really key to a mindful consideration of life. Um, I do believe it's true. And I have seen it have its own impact in my life. So thanks for listening. As always, it's a wonderful thing to be able to speak to you on these podcasts. I really enjoy them. And I hope you get something out of them. I always appreciate your time. Until the next podcast, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.